0: Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, it's the Wrestling Classic Justin here, live from the vibe with the first ever episode of the TWC Report. And yeah, for those of you who know me, ooh, yeah, what up? And for those of you who don't, my name is Justin. I'm the Wrestling Classic on Instagram. I'm the founder and creator of the Wrestling Classic brand. You can also find me on the WrestlingClassic.com or at all the pay-per-view and predictions and reviews, which I'll probably end up just doing on the show now. Also, you can also find me on the Jerks Podcast with uh ernie and nick and you can find on itunes and everything and now you can find me on the vibe youtube channel and here on itunes and soundcloud and everything else to listen to the twc show every week we'll be ripping down and talking about raw smackdown AEW, and everything else that is going on in the world of professional wrestling those of you who know me know that it's a really big deal for me to try to get people to watch wrestling again get the conversation going get people to enjoy wrestling or remember why they used to watch wrestling and you adapt or perish and rather than just posting videos and pictures on Instagram, I thought, why not do a show? And I'm going to share my thoughts. I'm going to share my opinions. I'm going to have revolving co-hosts, regular co-hosts. My regular co-host isn't here today. It's his birthday. Happy birthday, Devin. But today I got us a very special co-host for the first episode of T- the TWC Report. And we'll get to him in a second. First things first, I just want to say thank you for everyone that is here watching this. Subscribe to the YouTube channel. It's called The Vibe. I know. Probably throwing you off because it's not called The Wrestling Classic. But we're on the vibe. This is the network you can watch this show. So make sure you subscribe, drop a like, drop some comments. Because we're going to talk a lot of stuff about wrestling. And we need you guys to continue the discussion. And I will be responding to you guys and all your comments to what our opinions and thoughts are. We're fans just like all of you. The only thing I know about professional wrestling is I know nothing at all. But I'm very passionate about it. i got lots of thoughts, ideas, and creative opinions. And so do my co-hosts. Now going back to that. i got Punjabi music producer. Music producer generally on Dash Radio as well as his own station on Dash Radio. You may know him as DJ Intense, but today he's Big Daddy Cool Anil, the wrestling fan. Would you like to introduce yourself, Anil?
1: You kind of just did.
0: Well, who are you? Give him a little bit more of an insight.
1: Well, yeah, as most of you guys know, if you listen to uh, you know, some of the most hit Punjabi music in the industry right now, in the game, I am Intense. I produce all the hits. And today, I am not Intense. I'm Anil the wrestling fan
0: <laughs> Anil the wrestling fan big, I big believe, sexy the wrestling fan. I feel like that's gonna be our nickname Anil the wrestling Anil, fan. Anil the wrestling fan yeah um so Anil like before we get into this because we're gonna we're gonna break down everything that's happened in wrestling this week wrestling how long have you loved wrestling why like what does wrestling mean to you because for me it's a big deal to engage with my followers and my fans and the people that follow the wrestling classing and mean, Figure out why they loved wrestling, who their favorite wrestlers are, and why they are still so passionate about today. The older we get, a lot of people go around and ask, you, like, dude, you still watch wrestling? Like, yeah. You know it's fake, right? But what kept you a fan? Because I know what kept me a fan. My followers know what kept me a fan. I still think it's the greatest form of art and athleticism on this planet. But why is Anil a wrestling fan?
1: Well, wrestling has been around since I was born, right? So my dad always watched wrestling. I think wrestling it's been t- around before that, but okay. Well, I mean like mean, in my life. So pretty much my yeah. dad, my dad guys watch wrestling. We used to go to all the events in here, out here locally yeah. back in the 80s. Um, my grandpa watches wrestling. My, grandpa, my uh, other grandpa used to watch wrestling before he passed away. So it was pretty much growing up, wrestling was always around. Cousins, family, everybody watched wrestling. It was just a matter of I'd never stopped. Yeah. I just continuously watched wrestling growing up my whole life. Did you
0: not stop? Because, like, for me, like, I, same situation, i watched it since I was a kid. My older brother watched it. He had a bunch of VHS tapes, magazines, all this stuff. So I grew up surrounded by wrestling and I, I got hooked. But I also had a dark period, too. I always say 2007 to 2011, I kind of stopped watching. I watched Raw every Monday, didn't watch pay per views, didn't watch SmackDown because it was on Fridays. I was out. But I watched Raw every Monday. And I called that my dark period because I also watched Impact. I mm-hmm. watched TNA on Thursdays and I watched Raw on Mondays. But, I, just, I wasn't as I, invested. I'd see the around bomb there. Bomb. I, was, I
1: was around around the same time. I kind of drained out from wrestling. What and brought bomb. you back
0: in? Um,
1: the Shield. The Shield. Okay, mine yeah. was
0: Punk's pipe bomb. Punk?
1: Well, Punk. Yeah, it was Punk as well. I wasn't really big into Punk, but it was that was a big deal. I remember the pipe bomb, watching yeah. the pipe bomb go down, and watching like, wow, this was what the hell just happened right yeah. here, right? It was just, was it this real true. or was this fake or what yeah. just happened, right? But it was more the Shield because the Shield kind of gave me a little bit of like a nostalgia feeling, kind of like you know when uh scott hall and kevin nash kind of walked down and they did that whole thing it kind of gave me that feeling again like okay maybe they're coming back with that kind of a thing but that's kind of what brought me back really really what what was was your
0: favorite period of wrestling
1: favorite period um of course attitude was the you know yeah yeah the monday night wars were the best period but like you know wholesome good wrestling before that you know like the, what was that era called? The Hulk Hogan, Ultimate the, Warrior the, the era. The rock and, rock and Wrestling era. The Rock and Wrestling era, right? Is That's that when
0: you first started watching? Like, what was, who was the first wrestler you saw and you're like, oh, this is my favorite guy. This is, I'm hooked. Um...
1: Hogan definitely Hogan, you're Hogan. Hogan you're that Actually, generation. Well, I was Hogan, but uh, to tell you the truth, it was the the Road Warriors. Legion Road of Doom. Warriors? Yeah, Legion of Doom. Animal Hawk? Yeah, Animal Hawk. There what was a, a rush. Yeah, that's all every ha- Halloween that's all I wanted to be was uh, either the ro- the Road Warriors.
0: Did you ever dress up as anyone on I that d- one? I
1: did. I did. I was uh, I was like a hybrid of Hawk and Animal for.
0: <laughs> Cuz you know like <laughs> so you have, got, like a half mohawk and a different face well, paint. Well, like, no,
1: it was the face paint like I showed my mom like a picture of what I wanted to do and she like just kind of like put them both together into some weird thing but it was still like you know i had the shoulder pads done done yeah. my dad bought a uh set of shoulder uh football shoulder pads to yeah. put some spike like spikes on top and yeah i
0: think we all did it like <laughs> i did the sting thing when i was a kid obviously i did yeah.
1: sting like two years ago
0: <laughs> <laughs> I, yeah that works too so as you guys can see this is a neil the wrestling fan and he, and he is a wrestling fan i wanted you guys to know that before we got into this because I know a lot of you are aware of who I am and what, who my favorites are and stuff, but I'm going to have revolving guest hosts on there. One's going one's to be more regular and often. That's Devin. And I want you guys to get to know them before we start breaking things down so you can value their opinions the same way you guys value mine, I hope. Um, before we get to Raw, though, because we're going to talk about Raw, Yep. I just want to give a quick shout-out to Vision Pros. If you guys are looking for sunglasses this lovely summer, if you guys are looking for just glasses in general, all brand names glasses and sunglasses on sale on visionpros.com, and if you use my promo code TWC Classic, oh wait, is that what it is? I forget what my promo. No, it's VP Classic. If you <laughs> use my promo code <laughs> VP Classic on visionpros.com, you will save yourself an additional twenty-five percent off any of the uh, any of the brand name glasses they already have. have They're already discounted. So if something's already discounted fifty percent, you get an additional twenty-five percent off, and that's only on visionpros.com. Check them out. Use their promo code VPclassic. I don't need to spell that out for you. It's very straightforward. Um, visionpros.com. Glasses, sunglasses, if you need them prescription, that's available as well. So check out visionpros.com. Shout out to them. They're great people over there. Monday Night Raw, it was a reunion. It was a special episode. I'm glad we're doing this after a special episode of Monday Night Raw. Yes. A lot happened, but a whole lot of nothing happened to you. How do you feel?
1: Um, It was better than the 25th anniversary. You think so? Yeah, it was
0: the best, like, nostalgia show yeah, it, in it, a little while.
1: Yeah, like, they really messed up the 25-year thing.
0: Yeah, with the two arenas.
1: Yeah, that was really stupid. Yeah. I feel... Um, I, I think the two arena thing was cool if they just kept it all at that one... Uh, at um. At the old school at one. At the old school one, if They right? just did everything at the old school one. Yeah, if they had done everything there, it would have been cool. But I guess, obviously, they still want to sell tickets and make money. So, you know, but I think a lot more people would have tuned in on TV. Well, people did, regardless, yeah. but... Yeah, I think they shit the bed on that one.
0: What were some of the highlights out of the reunion show for you?
1: The reunion show definitely was a Stone Cold segment. That oh, for was a, sure. Yeah, that I think like, that was the best like, part of the night. That was the best part of the night, I'm not going to lie. Um, uh, the whole the thing
0: that I love about Stone Cold is he never changes. No. He's always Stone Cold. <laughs> he's, he's, it's like 10 years later and he's still <laughs> Stone Cold. natural <laughs> character. And he's standing in the ring he's saying... The fact that Stone Cold is like, I was nervous. I didn't know what I was going to say. And he's like, oh, but coach said just be yourself. It's because... You are a Stone Cold. Like, Stone Cold is Stone Cold Steve Austin. He always says, like, the best characters is yourself exaggerated to a thousand or times ten or whatever. And that's who Stone Cold is. He came out there and he killed it. He could have said anything. He could have shit the bed and, and it would have been good. And he, he kind of even
1: did just, like, you know, some of the jokes, even set, trying to step on the beer can and yeah. stuff like that. And, like, um you know, I think that came on after the and show like, was over. But, yeah.
0: so many new fans and so many new casual fans, but he still gets a pop, like... And he was highlighted. They had yeah. Hogan come out. They had Flair come out and not say anything. Yeah. Which sometimes it's hard to give Flair a live mic at this point. Yeah, of this he career.
1: just said he's going to do his Wheeling, dealing, flying, et cetera.
0: Hogan did his thing. I think Hogan's still in that. He's in the doghouse. They're trying to put, bring him back in slowly. Let's not make him the main feature. Even yeah. Though he is Hulk Hogan. But Stone Cold obviously is the most popular wrestler of all time.
1: Yeah, he definitely, Stone Cold was the best part. Aside I would say. from The Rock, but right? The
0: Rock's more popular because of his movie career. It's As exactly. a wrestler, Stone Cold's the most popular wrestler.
1: I, I did I did kind of like the the whole um, DX, NW. Oh, I kind of liked the idea of it, but the way it was executed was kind of crap.
0: Does it do anything for anyone, though? No, nothing. Did it, it didn't do anything? do anything for anybody. Did it do anything for the club? And I don't like the fact that they're called the OC. Yeah. It literally reminds <laughs> <I just> me <laughs> of keep the thinking that's show. That's a I'm like story. Seth, Ryan, Marissa, and Summer. Like, what's going on here? <laughs> <laughs> what's what, exactly? What <laughs> is going on here? Like I don't like the OC. Like I don't know. I know that show's been off the air for God knows how long. But that's what I think. I think they about. made.
1: I think they made a joke about it on the, on air too. I think uh, did they? Think Corey,
0: Corey I, like, what's wrong with the club? <laughs> the club was great. And it can't be the OC unless Finn Balor joins them eventually. Yeah,
1: and because he is the original.
0: Because Finn Balor with Gallows and Anderson, that is the original. It was club.
1: actually just Finn Balor and Gallows, or sorry, uh, Anderson from the beginning to yeah. start off with, right? Yeah. And Gallows came in after. But I would, like, Finn, yeah. if it's
0: the OC, Finn needs to be yeah. part of that. And I know Finn's, we'll talk about that when we get to SmackDown, it's probably taking some time off. But if he comes back and he joins the club,
1: it's going to be, the, that would be the best business decision. And I though. think this is Heyman
0: ever. gets it, because let's just start off with that. Heyman and Bischoff are both officially in charge this week. Yep. They're, they're taking over the creative control they stuff have. i saw vince mcmahon did an interview one of his uh, quarterly interviews uh he did earlier today and he mentioned that the reason why they're in charge is because he needs to get out of the weeds he's, yeah you know, he needs to focus on other things uh considering that the xfl is yeah, coming out XFL's next year i feel up. like he has to focus on that a lot it's not gonna yep. be easy for him to focus on the xfl plus weekly television of Ross. i think the and xfl
1: and is probably the best thing that ever happened at wwe right now because vince is gonna take a step yeah. back no for you sure know, yeah no 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 offense to vince mcmahon you know he's been a fantastic. There's a reason why we've been watching wrestling. I always try that, to you say know? that to people. I, I'm right. like, listen,
0: everyone tries to, like, oh, Vince McMahon's out touch. Vince McMahon sucks. F that guy. Da-da-da. I'm like, all of our favorite memories and all of our worst it's, memories it's, it's came it's from the same Vince guy. Vince McMahon, you know, as long as it happened in the WWE. Obviously, WCW is different stuff. You said, yeah. but like, when it comes to any, like, if you're a whole comedian fan, if you love Stone Cold, then you have to credit Vince. Yeah. You, know, but if if you, you understand, business, he's 70-plus
1: yeah. years old at this point. Now it's going it's to be understandable not, that he's— He's not going
0: to hit a home run every no. time. And I, I do agree, the older he's gotten, maybe not the best decisions are being made, yeah. but— we can't discredit, like, the fact that we're doing the show right now, <laughs> mm-hmm. we're a wrestling fans still, and a lot of that has to do with Vince McMahon. Exactly. Mostly our generation. We're not those guys that grew up on Memphis Wrestling and
1: no Jim
0: Crockett Promotions. Like, we grew up on the WWF.
1: Yeah, that's what it was. WWF with the original gold yeah, like, logo. <laughs> our generation
0: can't, like, our generation, anyone after that can't really, like, talk that much crap about Vince McMahon because... It's know. just, you know,
1: what it is at this point, it's just what's happening now, right? With all the... Because especially with the whole internet thing going yeah. on now, how... Wrestling really Social is. Social media ruined yeah. wrestling. Internet it ruined wrestling. It definitely ruined wrestling. You know, the surprise factor's gone. You know, like, you know, somebody's backstage at this point. Oh, so.
0: surprise factor's gone. Everyone has something to do I think,
1: up. actually, they, they got it done. right on Reunion because yeah. RVD showed up, and nobody knew that RVD was going to show up. How
0: poorly did they use those guys, though?
1: Horrible. RVD could have been... De-
0: RVD, oh, the oh, they, hurricane, you, actually, actually, no, no, no. no. Now, now I'll
1: tell you what my best, my favorite part was. The street profits. Oh, and the, and the RVD <laughs> <laughs> joke. That was good. Do you remember what it was? It was... um he was
0: talking about, yeah, he's a like, guy was in the washroom, it was kind of smoky in there or something. Yeah. And, and he's, he's like, I Bino. saw RBD in there. And then, and then Montez, who I think, out of the Street Profits, is the more charismatic one. I, I'm a fan of both of them. That yeah. Montez, he's going to be a star, dude. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, I remember the joke, too, and I, I, I don't know if that flew over a lot of people's heads, but it was <laughs> I, great. I started laughing because I knew right away. <laughs> a lot of the stuff I enjoyed was the 24-7 title stuff. And honestly, oh, yeah. in the past, in the, pa- the two things I enjoyed the most, other than the nostalgia stuff, we took all the Stone Cold DX stuff away, and we looked at the current product stuff. The two things I've enjoyed in the past couple of months on TV were the two things I enjoyed about Raw um, that happened this week on the reunion show. And that's the 24-7 title stuff, which I want to yeah. talk about, and the Bray Wyatt stuff, which we'll talk about when we get to SmackDown, but... Mm-hmm. Foley putting Bray Wyatt over it was a good use of a legend.
1: Fantastic.
0: Because nobody else put anybody over.
1: Yeah, that was pretty much it. They, Mick, could, they could have done so much. Stone Cold and Kevin Owens, that would have been the easiest, just smartest. Just missed the wall on that. Like, yeah. like passing pass the torch. If he's I using a stunner at this point, come yeah, on. Like, I got you could,
0: sad when I found out the SmackDown guys went
1: there. Yeah, it, it would have made such a huge difference. Not... Well, it, I think it would have given him the torch. At least it would have given him that authenticity at this point, right? Because KO using the stunner, it, it's great because I, I like KO. Yeah. I like what he's... And I like what he's doing. But it does. it's still, like, that Stone Cold's move.
0: Like, then they shared a beer after something? Like, that's a perfect... Yeah perfect way i don't know i agree with you but SmackDown on a live show that day the same night which is unfortunate because that would have been a great way to yeah imagine shane came out in austin and owens was just trading standards yeah. on yeah
1: vince mcmahon got stunned by stone cold and shane got stunned by i <laughs> have so
0: many points i want to touch on right now and i know we have a lot to talk about because we we text each other all the time we talk and i kept telling you to save it for the show and now we're all over the place uh, but anyways, yeah, i'm gonna bring up three things okay, i'm gonna bring up three things now that we're on that point about the stone cold stuttering piece stuff with kevin owens the fact there was no McMahon's on the Raw reunion, none. Did I that was just help? thinking that too. Did I that was help? Thinking,
1: um, I don't think know. I liked it because there was no McMahon's. It didn't on make there. sense because at the end of Raw it. reunion, you liked it. I, I, liked don't, think, the I don't think. I don't think. I think at the end of the day, they should have because it was a reunion. But at the same time. It didn't make much of a difference, I don't think.
0: It would have made no sense for Stephanie to be. There's nothing for her to do. It no, would have not made Stephanie. No sense I think, for Vince I, think Vin,
1: I think Vince should have came out when Stone Cold came out. Maybe. Realistically, I feel if Stone Cold's coming out, the reason why Raw was so big for so many years was because of Stone Cold and Vince McMahon. No, for sure. The, yeah. So you know, that's like, if, want, like, like, that's yeah, one of the biggest reasons they want. Right, to they neighbors. had Stone Cold out. You, it's like goes hand in hand, kind of a thing. But they made it more like as a, a actual reunion party, yeah. as opposed to it being like in character like look stone Cold's running around the ring talking about stories yeah. about what he did with Joe briscoe and yeah. what he was doing with ron simmons and stuff like that right well, which was cool you know what i mean it was like more it felt more like uh relatable i guess he's trying to make it seem like we're just humans you know what i mean we worked hard we did all this stuff and this well, is was the like.
0: old garden it kind of showed the the camaraderie of the locker room
1: yeah you know, yeah.
0: like they're like, the, like the, he said it like this is like a family. Yeah. All the guys and the people doing the production and the camera guys to the guys down the street. Like this is, you know, it's nice to h- get back together. And I've heard it a million times. All these WrestleCon events, all these signings and stuff like the wrestlers love getting back together and seeing each other. No Yeah. Matter what kind of beef they had back in the day when they're on the road. Like they, it's like uh, mm. I can give you a perfect example, man. I've gone to like five weddings this summer with uh-huh. my friends. I went to high school with That I haven't a lot of them I have been hung out with for years. Yeah. But I see them. And it's just it's fun. So many memories, yeah, right? So, so many people. things you get. Like nothing's really changed. We're still boys. Like if there was any hard feelings about anything, like it wasn't there. Yeah. was cool with each other. I I enjoy hanging out with them and partying with them. It's been a long time for me. Mm-hmm. I I hope they enjoyed seeing me and hanging out with me. <laughs> 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 I can't really talk on their behalf, but like it, there's that camaraderie. It's like you know, like no matter how much time passed, it, there was that period of time that everyone was with each other. Mm-hmm. And when you're similar to working back to the high school, you see people yep. every single day. You know, those are your friends you saw every day at school whether you were skipping. You know what I mean? Like, it
1: didn't matter what you were doing. At the end of the day, you guys, you, you have those memories, them. and those memories will yeah. never go away, right? And so I, yeah, exactly. And that and reunion was what it was. And stuff
0: like that's relatable, and that, yeah. that's one. One day I'm gonna have a, we're gonna have a conversation about Downhill, and there's not a lot to talk about because I feel like there's a lot to talk about today. But I, I miss things in wrestling being relatable. Yeah. Factions when guys rolled in crews like DX and NBA, it was relatable because we all had crews. We everyone mm-hmm. every guy likes to be a part of a crew of guys that were doing their own things. Yeah, it's relatable. Wanted to beat up your boss, it's relatable. Those things, th- things that are missing that aren't relatable. So that's like, a whole different
1: topic. Yeah, well, like, that's what's happened like, in the last few years. They put together a lot of factions yeah. that had made no sense yeah. or what well, could have made a lot of sense, but they didn't execute them they right They just now. weren't relatable. You the club's
0: I mean? are relatable. The OC, it's relatable. Yeah, exactly. Because right. you know those guys are friends in real life. Yeah. And you can be like, yeah, I have two friends. We'll like the club.
1: Exactly. That's right? why the
0: Shield is great. The Shield is relatable. Right. I think there's a thing about guys being friends, not... You know, they don't have to be... All it's na- it becomes role. natural. It's natural. natural. We can relate to that.
1: Yeah. Natural natural bonding in, the, on, in there just makes you feel... More, it's a more relatable situation, yeah. Do definitely.
0: you think the WWE has a really bad problem now, though, of only making three-man groups? <laughs> yeah, I guess you could say that. Because that's what makes it unrelatable. Everything's a three-man group. Why can't there be four guys that are together? That's why I kind of like... The Sh- Undisputed Era? <laughs> yeah. Well, that's why that's... Little, I love that, but that's NXT. But that's why I've also been kind of enjoying Shane McMahon's little crew because I'm like, this is like Shane, Elias... Drew McIntyre the revival like he has a little crew, yeah. and that's like that's it's kind of becoming that's real like life. That, yeah. You know what I mean? Um, but sticking to Raw reunion mm-hmm. before we go on a whole different topic. Yeah, uh, I want to talk about Bray Wyatt really quickly. Man of a Claw.
1: Yeah, that was. That Should was he be br- using
0: it? Was that was that fully passing the torch for Bray to use the Man of a Claw?
1: I don't know if that was passing the torch. I think that was Bray Wyatt just. Um Letting him know that hey, I can be anything. I can do whatever you can do. I don't, I don't see him using the mandible claw.
0: I think it's a great move for a heel.
1: It would be a good move for him, but I, I think I, but because he, he is so twisted, yeah, I could see it. But he, I see him being in a different type of twisted, as opposed to like. I,
0: I love Sister Abigail. I still think that should be his finisher. Yeah. But, but mandible claw to get to his yeah. repertoire for sure. Yeah. I see him adding it to his repertoire.
1: I, I could see he did it, so who knows? Yeah. Maybe he is, right?
0: Because I think every superstar should have a, a submission. Raw
1: hasn't, wrestling in general hasn't had a character like Bray Wyatt or like The Fiend. Dude, everything e- they're like doing with like, it is great. Yeah. Like, and,
0: the, and the thing is, a lot of people don't get it when they first see it. Like, if someone first sees The Firefly Funhouse, they're like, what is this? I think that was everyone's initial reaction. Yeah. It's like, where are they going with this? I right loved now, right? it from day one. Yeah. I, I knew. Like, I, I told him, like, listen, be patient. This gets twisted. Yeah. I'm like, he's a cult leader. This is just a different approach yeah. for him to catch people they, like, hey, they, got, this, they got this right so far if i can't get the adults i'm gonna get the kids yeah <laughs> you know and it's working
1: and that mask is so creepy to like to some to some like i've heard some people say like i remember reading something about um how some kids have watched it on tv and they like freaked out and stuff like that so, know, so it's exactly so exactly what they're trying to attack right now they're getting it right right now there but wasn't that.
0: much that seth rollins did seth rollins fought aj style he cut a promo with heyman coming out and stuff not a huge fan of Rollins, just Brock again at SummerSlam.
1: Yeah, Seth is kind of getting bland to me right now. As
0: a baby... I, and He is my favorite wrestler yeah, on the roster. He's like, amazing He's my number yeah. one favorite of the current era. Like, yeah. Seth Rollins is my favorite. Fantastic. He was such a good heel.
1: Yeah, I think he needs... To, I think we need a turn.
0: i do not even a turn. Even if he's going to be a babyface, I don't like... Compare Kevin Owens as a babyface to Seth Rollins as babyface. I don't like it that you turn mm. into a babyface and you're just automatically this good guy that's happy yeah. all the time, smiling. Like, you can still have It's a, kind of cringy. Yeah. Like, why do you have to be like this happy? White and, meat baby face. And then now face. that
1: they kinda added this whole Becky Lynch thing into there as well, like it makes him look even more like he's the girlfriend kind of a thing. <laughs> yeah,
0: a lot of people say I don't know, I don't think I agree with that, but I just think their chemistry was off on screen. I'm yeah. not saying in real life they have poor chemistry. There's been a lot of people being like, You guys have no chemistry, why are you even dating? That's real life. Yeah, the yeah. wrestling their chemistry yeah, wasn't different the Yeah, that's a whole wrestling scripted. They had to read scripts. Yeah. But um uh I, I don't know. That that whole thing was I hated the whole Baron Corbin thing. I don't know why he's in the main event sometimes, but I think Seth needs something fresh and new. Mm-hmm. That's a problem. Like, he had Brock. Then he went to this beer and Corbin thing with Becky, too. And it just wasn't cool. He needs something fresh and new. Instead, we're getting Seth versus Brock again.
1: Yeah. And what's going to happen? And what? And Seth, I Seth, Seth's going to beat Brock at uh, SummerSlam. Yeah. And, then we're, and then what? And then what's Brock going to do? Because Brock's still got to do something.
0: I know. And honestly, like, hear me out. Wouldn't it have been better if Brock went after Kofi?
1: Yeah. I think that would have added a whole different dynamic to and everything. And Kofi...
0: That's, I'm happy he's champion. I'm not gonna say he's been a good champion. He's been a fighting champion. Same thing with Seth. He just kind of had feuds that weren't, We knew he was gonna beat yeah. Ziggler The Owens thing was like a month long. It yeah. wasn't gonna go any further. Um,
1: but there's so many other people that Rawlin could Brock have had came, right now. If
0: Brock came after, look, look at it like this. Okay, let's use these four guys because we have Kofi and Orton that we found on SmackDown yeah. talking on Summerslam, and we have Brock and Seth going on on Summerslam. Yeah. I really would have loved to seen Orton versus Brock again. Mm-hmm. Unfortunately, that didn't happen. I was yeah. rooting for Orton in that battle royal last yeah, week. Yeah,
2: yeah,
0: But what if we just mixed up? What if we had Brock versus Kofi? It would have where, made more sense. Where Kofi could legitimize Lesnar. Yeah. yeah I mean, Lesnar could have le- legitimized legitimize Kofi. Kofi. He would have made it, If Kofi beat Lesnar, whoa. This is a meaningful chapter. And then somehow. Even though that would never happen. And then somehow. <laughs> and then somehow we had we got to Orton versus Rollins. I would believe that.
1: Mm-hmm. And that would have been that would have been way better. After that, uh after that WrestleMania RKO, that yeah. is still the most craziest RKO and was, ever. And
0: that was Heel that was Heel, heel uh, Rollins, Rollins and yeah. Babyface Orton. Now we'll switch roles. Now we got Heel Orton and Babyface Rollins. I yeah. think they have great chemistry. I would have rather seen Rollins versus Orton at SummerSlam and Brock mm. versus Kofi.
1: Yeah. Definitely. I hundred percent agree with you because right now we're looking at rematches. What's going, we're looking at rematches. Um
0: and I love the fact that we're having Kofi and Orton, but how many times have we seen those two wrestle?
1: Kofi Norton, yeah.
0: Even before he was going into wrestling, the like, rest but, of the time.
1: But, you know, are we still in Raw, though? Are we still yeah, on we're still in Raw? Raw. We're still in Raw. When you say something, you want to say something. Well, I, I love this angle, though, the way they're taking it. I love yeah, the Kofi Norton right I love enough. the Kofi Norton We'll get angle. back
0: to that. Let's just finish off Raw. Yeah. I think I only have one last thing I want to say yeah. about Raw. 24 <laughs> 7 championship. Loved it. Enjoyable. So funny seeing Pat Patterson. He's so old, he wasn't able to do like a move or properly pin him. Yeah. It was funny. Gerald Briscoe winning. We didn't even see the pinfall, but still funny. It was it was funny. Um, Alejandro Blaze trying to put the that was, the, that was, that was money. Can. I that know was it money. seems like they've done it so many times. Every time they bring back a Lander Blaze, they show that. Yeah. <laughs> but <I hope laughs> that she grabbed it and uh, did it, it was Hopefully, funny. it's the last time we see <laughs> Lander Blaze when I throw a title <laughs> in the garbage. But that was funny. Ted DiBiase fi- buying it, funny. Gotta
1: love his laugh still, right? He um, still got it.
0: I was really happy to see Kelly Kelly become the 24-7, 24/7. She's the I first thought, woman's 24-7 champion. I thought champion. that was hilarious. And I, I'm a huge <laughs> Barbie fan. Shout out to Barbie. I know you're never going to watch this. But she's awesome. I met her a bunch of times. She's super cool. But do have a little bit of a complaint. Uh-huh. I almost think that with how much she's been involved, Carmella probably should have been the first women's 24-7. Champion.
1: Realistically, that would have been set up a great, uh, I think they want to keep Carmela and R2 together, but I think it would have been a great way to...
0: But imagine, imagine, because that's the thing, because automatically people's brains go like, what are you going to do? Have Carmella pin R2 and win the belt from him secretly? Or, like, but yeah, her?
1: if she had it though, you're right though. It would have caused a whole different situation. But if, right.
0: they, if they did that, that, you could do that. But no one's thinking like, what if like, Carmella pinned Maverick and won the belt. Yeah. After Maverick pinned our truth, not really turn on
1: truth. You know what I mean? And then what will truth do? Like what do he like? No, and then and obviously to...
0: Maverick would win it back, and then truth would win it back. Like you have to mess so around. Yeah, you, gotta yeah, get, you gotta get creative, creative with it. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like
1: it is a twenty four seven title,
0: I guess. I would, I would, I would have loved to. See, like, I like you can't go back in time. I'm, I love Kelly Kelly. She's awesome, but um, I don't think we can it's done yeah Carmela should have been the first look, one look for
1: what the 24-7 title was when they brought it out initially to what it's become
0: yeah it's got, it's got a little prestige <laughs> yeah well no but it's fun and <laughs> it's I think fun. that's and what people and they've, and, they, and they've added and that's the what title they looks dumb the name is dumb yeah but I, t- I said this the moment it came out the people that follow me on Instagram know I'm like but it's gonna be a fun concept
1: it gave R-Truth and Carmella, like...
0: R-Truth, Carmella, Gender Maverick. Yeah. Those guys took that this title in their own hands and they've creatively mm-hmm. over social media. Like, I know Drake Maverick. I've talked yeah. to him. I know, like, that those videos that he puts out about him searching for... Like, those are him. He's yeah. doing that. He's doing it himself, yeah. Yeah, he's making these videos. Right you right know, all there. this R-Truth rapping to Old Town Road and stuff, mm-hmm. like, he's making these videos. These yeah. guys have taken this 24-7 title and they ran with him. They made it really entertaining. It's been some of the most entertaining stuff, not only on television, but also on the program.
1: Definitely, I think it has added definite entertainment to the program yeah. for uh, for all and it so also
0: gave us the continuation of the Carmela R. Tooth relationship, which is absolutely hilarious. Yeah, they work great together. chemistry. I awesome. love Carmella. Anyone that knows me, I love you, Yeah, Carmella. yeah. But, um, yeah. <laughs> um, Shout out to Carmela. <laughs> I know you love Carmela. Uh, she's dope, though. Like i actually, yeah. we've talked. She's I know. Nice I saw kid. you.
1: I saw you at the. I saw you at the live event. You know. Yeah,
0: Mel money. <laughs> money. Um, is there anything else you want to say about? On um, Ross, shout out to Corey Graves too. He's a great dude. <laughs> <Yeah>. Is there? <laughs> <laughs> no really Corey Graves this is a great dude I've, yeah, yeah, yeah. I've talked and met him as well he so seems like a cool guy he's an awesome guy um, he's here in Vancouver right now if you, you, know, if you watch this if you want to grab a beer let me know um, <laughs> anything else for Raw
1: I'm done with Raw, man. Uh, Raw. With Raw? Yeah, I'm done with Raw. Okay, we'll
0: get to SmackDown. But very quickly before we get to SmackDown, I just want to give a quick shout out to my boys at Maestro's Classic. They do all. They create all this product for beard care and hair care and stuff like that. They are the barbers for all your favorite WWE superstars and talent in the WWE. They're backstage all the shows, cutting everybody's hair. If you like Braun Strowman's beard, if you like Sheamus's hair, if you like all the stuff, that's Maestro's Classic. Their products for your beard keeps your beard fresh, non-itchy. Just it's, it's good. It's healthy for your beard. And look at me, I'm a bearded man. I use it. and I love it. He's a bearded man uses it too and he loves it you can get it if you're in the united states you can find maestro's products in target but also if you go to their website and you use their promo code twc maestro you can save money on maestro classic products if you shop online using the promo code twc twc maestro uh maestroclassic.com shout out to those guys they're awesome their products awesome if you sit around and you look at people's beards on the wwe program you're like damn man how do they get their beard to look so healthy and fresh like that when it's so long? It's Maestro Classic. That's the secret. Check them out, MaestroClassic.com. Let's get to Smackula SmackDown Live. Yeah, the Blue Brand moving to Fox in October. SmackDown That's huge. was freaking brilliant this week. He's he's in charge, Eric Bishop. Yeah. Was it
1: brilliant? It was it was one of the better episodes I've seen in a while. I, I think they set up SummerSlam so good.
0: Did yeah. Better they, way, better than because it. Yeah, the show <laughs> was, was like a nostalgia show. There was like no yeah. buildup for some, some There was a, I think there was like that one segment with Natalia and Becky. Yeah, Lynch. and that was uh, before we get to SmackDown. Actually, how do you feel about that? Cheap pop for Canada putting Natalia there, and I love Natalia.
1: Yeah, yeah. I I look. Uh, yeah, I I love Natalia's respect singing. The hell out of I respect her. her, but like I'm there's so many other people that I think could be in this picture. It is
0: Becky Lynch losing her luster? Yeah. She is right.
1: Yeah, I I was I was down with it from the beginning, and now this is kind of like it's the same thing over and over and over again. Is
0: it? Because I've said this many times, the concept of chasing the title is way more entertaining
1: than her having it. Yeah, yeah. Because that's what it was. Fun. It was a struggle. Now that because it was so it was great watching her struggle and her getting to the top, and then once she got to the top, it was like kind of like how same thing with Kofi. Yeah. Kofi, same thing. Like you know, it's great watching him go to the top, but he's actually been a great champion. I haven't found Becky to be I found Becky to be boring now.
0: I'm not comparing Becky to Stone Cold, but I always had that idea and this that like the reason why the Stone Cold thing works so well is yeah, he won the belt at WrestleMania, but the months following WrestleMania was Vince doing whatever could he could do to get the belt off Austin. Exactly. And it was always fun seeing Austin try to find the way to keep the belt. Mm-hmm. He it was against Mick Foley, then he was up against Undertaker and Kane and then you know, he, and he so what, lost what, the belt and what has and they, Becky had. And it was fun. And Becky's like, you know, tag team with her boyfriend.
1: Yeah. It's kind of that like, storyline hurt everybody. Yeah, <laughs> it, it, it really killed the vibe.
0: And honestly, a lot of people are like she's not ready for it. This shouldn't happen. But I was like, Yo, they really should. I would. I would have been just,
1: happy if Lacey Evans. That's literally what I was gonna say. I'm yeah. like,
0: oh, the, at that second pay per view, I'm like, they should just let Lacey win it. Yeah. So we can have Becky chase it again. Yeah, it would have been way fantastic. More entertaining.
1: Yeah, that would have been more fun to watch as opposed and, to and
0: people don't like Lacey Evans even better.
1: Yeah, I don't like Corbin. I so. wouldn't <laughs> want
0: like that's exciting. Like, like, do you want someone like that you like? Do you want someone like Alexa Bliss to be? Becky Lynch is not going to be as effective as someone you hate, like Lacey I, Evans being Becky I, Lynch. I, I like Alexa Bliss. I love Alexa Bliss, yeah, but that's the li- problem. Yeah, exactly. I would be happy. I'd be okay with that. Yeah. Uh, if Lacey, Lacey wins, Evans, I wouldn't yeah, be, I would be okay great. with that. And then I would also be like, but this is great because now Becky's chasing the belt again. Exactly.
1: Right? And I think that's what they were trying to do with Seth right now Yeah, is have him chase the belt again, but he doesn't need to chase the belt.
0: I think if it was anyone but Brock, it'd yeah, okay. it would be okay. Yeah,
1: it would have been fine.
0: It's just because it's Brock again. Yeah. It's like we've been here <laughs> for like a year. Like two years. So you like finally, we finally got this
1: like few months of like no Brock Lesnar and no. title. And you guys just rip it up. And I think that's Heyman though. Heyman, I don't even Heyman, have, yeah. That's just Heyman, like, hey, look, I got power now. I'm gonna do this anyway. And I so. don't even
0: dislike Brock Lesnar. I do see how he's an attraction and yeah. this and that. But like, come on. And that's what I mean. Even if we went after the WWE title, it would have just felt different.
1: They could have done Brock and uh Bobby Lashley. That's what I
0: that's that I, of money.
1: That's all that's all we're waiting for. I think that's all Brock's got left and that's all Lashley really needs. Yeah. Is that match. And once that match happens, it'll be fantastic. Everybody will be happy and that'll be a sellout.
0: I, no, I agree. But anyway, SmackDown, what yes. were the things that stood out to you about SmackDown?
1: Um, I loved the Ziggler segment. Really? I loved it just because the whole – I loved the whole Shawn Michaels thing. How so Shawn, Shawn Michael Michaels was supposed Michaels to be on, on commentary. Yeah. So so that's that what they're saying, yeah. Yeah, so
0: he was promoted to be on commentary. Yeah. But then they, they I guess, changed the plans last minute. They're like, let's put Shawn Michaels on this TV. I guess they needed, fig- they needed to are, figure something out, yeah, what to do with him. is out doing a project out here in Vancouver, from my knowledge, and yeah. creeping his Instagram. mm mm-hmm. um, so they filled in the commentary with The New Day for the first little bit. And then yeah. Michael Cole in the end. I enjoyed the hell out of that.
1: Yeah, that was great. The change in commentary. It added a whole bunch of different dynamics yeah, to the whole thing, like,
0: right? And it's just it, fresh voices every hour. You know what's cool about Michael one, like, Cole yeah. being on there, though?
1: Yeah. Michael Cole didn't overpower. Yeah. He, he didn't try like to he be the lead. Was like, He was like the third commentator. He wasn't
0: trying to be the lead. Cause on Raw, he's yeah. the lead. Yeah. Here, he let Tom Phillips continue to yeah. be the lead. Yeah. And just was there. And, and I actually didn't mind hearing Michael Cole's voice in the second hour. Yeah. Because I missed the first like five, 10 minutes of the show and uh-huh. I tuned in. I'm like, wait a minute, why is the New Day on comedy? Yeah. It made no sense
1: to me. And then they, le- then they left and Kofi came in. Yeah. And then I enjoyed it though. Like yeah. I enjoyed
0: it. And, and it reminded me of WCW. Like the first half would be like, yeah. you know, it'd be Larry the Sabisco first, oh yeah. and blah, 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 blah. And then it'd be Eric Bischoff, yeah. uh, Bobby, Te- Heenan. Bobby Heenan, and Tanny. Like they always yeah. switch it. I think the first half was like Tony Schiavone, yeah. Sabisco. And someone else And I always appreciate it And Bischoff always says He did that Because it would keep The show feeling fresh He's like That was my idea behind it like, you I think maybe
1: well, I guess that makes sense Of why it probably happened With then, Bischoff right? in charge again Yeah
0: Because they, they could have Just had the new day There all night But yeah, maybe he's like Let's switch it up For the second
1: hour Yeah let's see Like bring a few Different people on. I, I enjoyed that man It was honestly Because it it's I hard that. Listening to the same I think people. maybe that's why I like Smackdown so much This week
0: yeah. It's really <laughs> hard Listening to the same people For two hours Let alone three hours
1: and It's funny actually If you're watching uh, When the new day uh, When Apollo Crews was fighting um yeah. uh Shinsuke. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Shinsuke yeah Shinsuke yeah Shinsuke Shinsuke okay that's okay Nakamura
0: Nakamura okay. Nakamura okay alright <laughs> um, botching. <Wrestlebot,
1: okay. laughs> <laughs> go on it was just funny them them talking about Apollo Crews the whole time like he's the man he's the man but yeah. like He's just got to yeah. finish. It was just cool, like, hearing them talk about stuff. Wrestlers that, giving their insight. Insight on different wrestlers and stuff like and that. And, like, right.
0: having uh, them singing Shawn Michaels theme when he came out and stuff yeah. like comedy. It was hilarious. I don't, I don't know. I just. I hope maybe they do something like that where they do switch up the commentary teams. Even if it's just one person per hour. Yeah. It's just. I think sometimes they forget how important the commentary is to the show. Because we're not just watching, we're listening.
1: Well, I think it's great that we got Graves, Corey yeah. Graves. That they, I think what they've done is, uh, I think Corey Graves is the most brilliant yeah. person to have on the commentary. But they got him for both nights, yeah. Which I think is very exhausting at the end of the day for somebody like that to yeah. Do doing that and it's right. just the same voice same, on two over and shows. Over, yeah,
0: I think there needs to be a little bit of a mix, and I, I enjoyed that part. But going back to Shawn Michaels and Dolph Ziggler, yeah. why did you know that segment?
1: Uh, it was just great, second rate Shawn Michaels. He dropped it, and what everybody was thinking is exactly what he yeah. said. That, that was the best thing ever because, you know. I know now we're going to get The Miz and Ziggler But yeah. It would be fantastic Don't To see a Shawn Michaels Shawn or Michaels Ziggler. Or Ziggler And to be honest with you Get Shawn Michaels To lose a Ziggler And put Ziggler over He needs Ziggler needs it
0: Are we done with Dolph Ziggler? I, honestly the ship sale?
1: I'm not I'm not I st- I you know what I like Ziggler now more Than I did before
0: I've always been a Dolph Ziggler fan I, still I never liked Ziggler
1: like, I used to I, get so annoyed Because he was a second rate Shawn Michaels He would be just Shawn Michaels And over he's and over always again. like
0: This close to like, yeah. The top He's always like This close <laughs> And then he gets everyone behind him with his passionate promo. Like remember when he, then he then remember falls. the Survivor
1: Series when he just killed it that one Survivor yeah. Series where he beat everybody. When Sting himself. Debuted, 2014, yeah, 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 yeah. And he ripped it,
0: and then all of a sudden, or when he won the world title, and then he got a concussion. Yeah, <laughs> or when he was in the you know he's always this close, <laughs> so it's true, right? But, but the problem is he's been this close so many times. I'm I'm over it.
1: I don't know, man. Like I just think
0: he still. I think he's great. I think, I think he's, he's tremendous. Still, yeah, I, I like him. I just like like he got called out though. I almost awesome. feel like I'm gonna be that negative guy it's like, oh, "He's a good hand." Yeah, he is. That's like a negative thing to say, and I'm not. <laughs> I'm, I'm not a wrestler. I'm not speaking in ring. I'm not speaking in ring. Like, I'm just saying, like, Because if anyone knows me, I'm a huge character storyline guy. That's, mm-hmm. I love characters. I love storylines. That's what I thrive on. If there's good characters and good storylines, then there will be memorable so, I- matches. So that I'm I investing. think that, I
1: think that's a brilliant storyline, though. The second rate Shawn Michaels that everybody that he, they put everybody. I don't
0: want to see Shawn wrestle again.
1: I don't either, but I kind of want to see I,
0: it. I've, I blocked out Crown Jewel. That never happened. <laughs> that match <And> the fact <laughs> never that, and happened. The
1: fact that he called him out about it and that it had that reality kind of thing yeah. based to it. That's what I think I liked about it. Right.
0: I also feel like Ziggler's promos a little like they sound Great. scripted. He sounds like he's acting. Yeah. And so that's like that's So
1: that's why I like that Shawn Michaels thing. That was a part of it. Yeah. I think that's what added more to that whole thing. So now I'm actually kind of looking forward to seeing The Miz versus Ziggler, even though we've seen it. You Fair. know what I mean? They, they work great
0: together. Uh, yeah. Miz is underrated as a performer. In yeah, I definitely. Think people, but that's the thing about The Miz. The Miz is one of those guys that he isn't the most spectacular guy in the ring that's going to do crazy flippy stuff and suicide dives and all He's that He's trying.
1: Stuff. <laughs> He's trying to do the frog <laughs> splash. My point, my point, <laughs>
0: my, my point is... He doesn't have to because no. he's such a good character yeah. and he always tells good stories in the mic. So some of his matches, you're just invested in because you're invested in what he said and what he's yep. done. Yep. It makes a big difference. I can see. And listen, I love wrestling as much as the next person. I've seen so many good wrestling matches. So many good wrestling matches. Mm-hmm. We're so spoiled in this generation. We get like good wrestling matches every other Monday. We're way too spoiled. We get good wrestling matches on Mondays, Tuesdays. Like we get top-notch match. The problem is that we get so many good matches that they don't mean anything anymore. No. Unless they invest in the characters and the storylines, well, I, I can watch a really good match three weeks down the road. I'll forget.
1: I'm more of a storyline guy. At the end of the day, too, like yeah. I like a good storyline, right? So that's why I kind of like that whole second rate Shawn Michaels and same thing with the whole uh, Orton and uh, Kofi thing. How do you feel? I about did. That? I, so initially, when I'm like when he called out Randy Orton, I'm like, really?
0: I love Orton. I'm an Orton fan. I know, but I'm, for but life. at the
1: end of the day, did you really want to see Kofi and Orton?
0: No, I want to see Orton versus Brock or Orton vs. exactly,
1: right? But the fact that they pulled out this huge storyline out of nowhere, where they like, Kofi's like. Back in '09, they brought it up. We all it up. thought
0: it every time they touched each other leading into WrestleMania. Yeah, they brought in the it gauntlets up. they brought up the whole. Remember at one point, uh, if you remember back in 2009, that match, the infamous match where Kofi messed up and Randy Orton yelled him stupid. He's like, "Stupid, yeah, stupid." Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then on the road to WrestleMania in the gauntlet, there was a point where Kofi yelled that Orton stupid, stupid, kind of like full circle. It's been exactly so. So we know it's there.
1: So and the fact that they touched on it, they talked about it, and they added they they created a storyline that made it interesting. Now, like, okay guess what? Now all these times that you thought I would never make it, guess what? Now I made it. Now you thought I was an idiot, I couldn't do it. Now I'm going to prove it to you, right? So it's like, it's that hunger. Through. Now he's a he's a champion yeah. now. Kofi's a champion. It's the same thing, you know. Like we were just talking about, we were, we loved watching Becky struggle get to the top. Yeah, it's like now, okay, Kofi's at the top, and now he has a challenge. Now he now he has to prove himself to somebody. Yeah, and this is an actual challenge. Exactly. For let's be honest. We
0: saw him versus Ziggler, and we knew that Ziggler. Was it gonna wasn't be, gonna happen. knew that was gonna get this close.
1: Yeah, it wasn't uh. gonna happen, right? <laughs> if it did, it would have been kind of cool. It would have changed the dynamic, but then he would have Ziggler would have lost. The Owens Kofi thing again.
0: seemed rushed. The the feud he had with Owens it seemed super rushed. The yeah. feud he had with Joe Joe seemed like a threat. Joe always seems like a threat. Joe, but nah, once again, yeah. Joe's almost like Ziggler now. He always gets this close.
1: Yeah, Joe's like yeah, I, I, and no matter
0: how close he gets, we still believe the next person he faces. Like, oh, Joe's got this.
1: Joe's we, got we, we we keep thinking. <laughs> I I, remember I told you, I was saying to like, yeah, Joe's gonna beat Joe,
0: Joe's gonna beat him. Joe's, Joe's gonna beat him. I don't want Joe to be this era Ziggler, but hopefully he makes it to the top eventually. But I that that sticks around like that. I think they eventually
1: they will do something, hopefully, with Joe. That's good. I think they might push him down to NXT again, to
0: be honest uh, No, No, I think Joe's going to do some stuff. Because uh, was it you that said he dropped the U.S. title because they want to put the other strap
1: on him? Yeah. That's what made sense, right? Well, it made sense because they put him into the picture right yeah. away, right? So that's what it made me automatically assume because at that point I was finding Kofi to get a little bit stale yeah,
0: no fair enough I, and it's not stale it's just like once again the chase Do you know what I mean the chase The chase, chase, is, the chase, the chase is gone yeah. now he's champ but what is he doing Yeah, that's really entertaining
1: so that's why I love this Co- Orton and because uh,
0: Orton's back. the first guy let's be honest 17 years in the WWE Yeah. hell of a character H- has a character you can go all the way back to how he started the evolution getting portrayed on like it all equals up to who he, he is said
1: he said it himself he's like look he's like all these years you, you had a Jamaican accent yeah. you had this you're running around throwing pancakes. He's like, guess what? He's like, I had 13 championships, and I did it because I'm Orton. Yeah. Not because I had to have all this.
0: And 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 the thing about because or- Orton is Orton. Orton's almost like like when you see Austin, you know who Austin is. When you see yeah. Orton, you know who Orton, Orton is Orton. I will agree with anyone, that, and I'll be. I'm an Orton fan. Till the end of time. Like, I'm a little yeah. Orton fan. But I'll even say he gets stale sometimes as a baby face. Yeah, hell yeah. He does, he's always consistent in the ring. He'll not, he'll always give people good matches. Sometimes when he's a baby face, he's not that entertaining. As it, like He gets kind of stale. Yeah, it like, gets boring. But he's thing, a hell yeah. of a heel. Yeah. And he, he's kind of like the measuring stick. If Kofi can beat Orton, that kind of validates him as a champion. Yeah. He's a good enough guy to do that.
1: See, look, they use Orton to put over Jinder Mahal, okay? Yeah. You know what I mean? They used him. They yeah. abused him. And... And he d- and he did it. And yeah. to the fact that he was is still able to be in the main event picture mm-hmm. after something
0: like that, he's at that point in the career where he sh- he's like Shawn Michaels in his second run to put e- exactly. guys over exactly. But also believable that he could win the belt exactly, and no one's gonna complain
1: about it. And that's and that's exactly what it is. or' still that guy. That's the beauty of it, right? Yeah, and he's one of the original guys that is still able to do it. That's what makes Speaking it great. Speaking
0: about things that have been beautiful in SmackDown, though, mm-hmm. this new Kevin Owens, this new attitude of Kevin Owens trying to take down Shane McMahon. Yeah,
1: I love it. Like it's this. fantastic,
0: and it's and the thing, I, I my sister was even watching with me. She doesn't watch any wrestling no more, uh-huh. and she watched all the SmackDown. She was calling out everybody like this guy's overacting. This seems so fake. Mm-hmm. She. Like, this Kevin Owens guy, he seems like a wrestler. Well, <laughs> well first things first, it's because he's like the most relatable-looking guy yeah, to any of us. He here. seems like a wrestler. He, she's like, he wrestles like a wrestler. Don't me wrong. Yeah. My sister grew up with me and my older brother. She's in yeah, the middle. she knows. She grew up watching wrestling, whether she liked it or not. Yeah. And she was even like a fan during that McMahon, Holmes, of mm. the Era time, early 2000s. like yeah, The yeah. soap opera time. She loved <laughs> that. Yeah, yeah. Like she's, she's like, whoa, <laughs> Stephanie slapped Linda. You know what I mean? Like, she knows. She knows her stuff. So... Like, I, I don't usually take it, like, what she's saying, Stacey, but, like, getting that outside perspective of someone that doesn't watch weekly but understands the business, mm-hmm. like, she gets it but does not, like, a fan, it was intriguing because, like, she's like, oh, this seems weird, that seems weird, like, why is this, why is the WWE champion throwing pancakes? Like, she was saying out stuff that a mm-hmm. fan that doesn't watch every week yeah. actually wouldn't understand, like, straightforward.
1: So, and she put it out there. If yeah, somebody like, knows, you could tell. Yeah, and
0: she's like, oh, this Randy Orton guy, he's good, he makes sense. Da-da. Kevin Owens, she's like, this guy seems like aggressive. and I'm like. That's why I think Kevin Owens. It's so easy for him to be this babyface because he is kind of what we look at. Even
1: as a, as a heel, you want to like him. Yeah, you know what I mean. Even with the, all his antics that he does, he could do them He you just want to like him. Yeah, because it's more. It, he keeps it
0: real, and you believe what he's saying. Yeah, you believe, <laughs> and that's the thing. He's a character that's so well established, and he's himself. Yeah, that when he's. Complaining about Shane McMahon and this stuff, is you believe real? him? Yeah. Like, yeah, no, dude, Kevin Owens, he feels this way. Yeah, and we also, and the coolest thing about it is we know they have that history. We know yeah. in 2017 they had that feud, mm-hmm. and now it's like coming back. It's like, oh, yo, K. was right the entire time, and he was he was the ba- bad guy in that feud. He was right the entire time. Yeah, and we got shades of Shane being egotistical there in that feud. I remember he was then Brian and Shane both being referees, and then Shane was kind of being like, and Brian's like, yo, what's wrong with you, bro? Yeah, it, it's like it's come true, and now. Shane's got all this power and he has been running rampant that's been one of the complaints who
1: knows maybe they've had this plan since then
0: that would be insane. I don't think they can do that type of long- term break anymore mm-hmm. but that would be insane yeah because if he, they did because he, he props quit. He did that, to them remember you the guys.
1: whole I quit thing and yeah if they did props to them yeah
0: but it, it just it just it's it feels good man it feels good that they moved Shane away from Roman because that feud was just it not it was bland. Bland, there's just, they're just. I don't know. It just wasn't. They're, they're, they're
1: kind of, they're kind of killing Drew McIntyre's character. Yeah, with Drew,
0: that. Drew's getting the worst of that.
1: Yeah, um, you know. The um,
0: matches were okay. Like the tag team match with Undertaker and Roller yeah, it was good. Screen, it was but
1: nothing but wrong with it. It was just that they're pretty much turning Drew into like a jobber without making him into a. Jo- you know what I mean? They
0: keep saying he's this like unstoppable Scottish. What's he a Scottish? Psychopath. When he was with Ziggler, yeah, yeah, I got that. Yeah. Feel, I got that vibe. Now right? he just seems like Shane's lucky that mm-hmm. loses with Shane yeah he's up with shane yeah he needs to pick up some big ones maybe him being upset because i started that
1: well i think like i was saying to you i said to you before i think they're trying to attempt this and i don't really like to do this whole comparison thing of like the attitude error and stuff like that but like um kofi and oh, sorry not sorry roman and uh uh uh, Roman Owens. and KO. Roman and K.O. being Kevin like the Owens. New, Roman and Kevin Owens, it's a brain part there. Yeah. Roman and Kevin Owens being like the new Stone Cold and Raw. It's like a
0: real big daddy cool promo. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I didn't want to wow. cycle I didn't want to cycle sit it there for a second. Yeah, don't don't give me a <laughs> s- s- cycle sit promo. Yo, can we start over again? Can we start from the top? <laughs> no, we'll we're live, pal. We're live. <laughs> you gotta be prepared for this. Yeah, no, you said that to me. You just said you said the KO Roman thing kinda gave you Stone Cold rock vibes. And I talked about this on the Jerks podcast, which you guys can check out on iTunes and SoundCloud and all those other places. Quick Um, plug. Yeah, quick plug for the Jerks (laughs) podcast. I'm on that podcast every week. But um, I talked about it on that too. I'm like, the one thing that I liked about the chemistry between K.O. and Kevin Owens is that they weren't acting like best friends raising each other's arms and all that stuff. It's like that old theory, you know... um, an enemy of an en- an enemy of an enemy is a friend. They exactly to me, you know, what I mean, It's something like that. I don't There's know. Something, yeah, something I'm like not, that. I, I totally but that. But that's but that's why yeah, I liked it. That's why I gave me that. Because they vibe. have a common enemy. They're not friends. Kevin Owens no. and and Roman Reigns. Because I hate it when someone turns babyface next to you, like their friends. With all the baby yeah. faces too, and they're like hugging. Like no, Kevin Owens is still a unpredictable. Uh huh. Not he, a he great could, guy. He, could, he could turn. He could turn. And we know whatever, that yeah. Kevin Owens has turned on all of his fans. That's what I mean. Kevin Owens has depth to his character. That, that he, I'm more invested to see what Kevin Owens does. Yeah. Rather than some guys like Seth Rollins, k- tremendous wrestler, had a lot of depth to his character when he's a bad guy. But if I went up to you and I'm like, yo, and you, and you have to, I'm like, yo, can you describe to our intern here who's never watched wrestling in a very long period of time? <laughs> who Seth Rollins is as a character, but you can't use any of his nicknames. You can't use Slayer or any of this stuff, but you have to describe who Kevin, uh, who Seth Rollins is. How would you describe him?
1: He's a really good wrestler? He's a really
0: good wrestler. That's not a character. Yeah. Describe Roman Reigns. You can. He's a Samoan. He's like a yeah. badass Samoan.
1: He's, he's got a family family lineage of... Yeah. You can describe Kevin Owens. Like,
0: but there's so many guys you can't describe. Who's Finn Balor? Can't use any of his nicknames. Nope. Who's AJ Styles? You can't use any of his nicknames. Nope. There's no character to these
1: guys. A J, like yeah, for example, A J Styles. You can't say AJ, phenomenal. No, but your A J Styles is A J Styles because we because of Bullet Club. At the end of the day, the reason why we love him is because of no, Bullet because T N A, because no, asked. don't get me wrong, T N A. He was a fantastic. I, I never watched T N A. Oh, I did. I was a fan. I was never really. I I feel I watched you see, a little bit of. to say though? It's like it's hard to yeah. describe
0: a lot of guys because they don't give them depth. The thing that and maybe I'm maybe it's me. Maybe I, my brain. As a wrestling fan, is so desperate to continue to enjoy it that I take Kevin Owens and I remember him for the character he is, but they don't even know that. I'm like, oh, Kevin Owens, you can never. He's turned on all his friends. He's still a bad guy at heart. Yeah, but he has good intentions right now because he hates Shane McMahon. He's a bad guy that just doesn't like his boss. But now uh, people are behind him. It's the
1: anti-authority thing, right? That's what yeah. it is. And everybody loves the anti-authority thing, right? They love and the everyone whole is lot. sick of Shane. Yeah.
0: This wild, we are. I th- this wild card thing happened, and I love Shane McMahon. I Even though I'm sick of him, when his music hits, I'm still like, here comes the money.
1: Like, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's it's still that, you know, the little shuffle and everything. Yeah, yeah you love it. But right now, he has his whole best in the world thing. It's very irritating. Yeah. He's um, a really good heel. Yeah. He is a great heel right now. And th- 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 the fact that we don't like him right now, what he's doing is make as But the, is it working. is
0: true that since the wild card, we were like, he's... You think about all the guys that have been back and forth on every show. Shane has been on like every show since the Wildcard. Yep.
1: Every single one.
0: Besides his Raw reunion, he was like on every Raw since yeah. the rule. Yeah. He's like the most prominent star of all these guys. And Owen's made points when he's saying like Liv Morgan's not on TV, the mm-hmm. EMP's not on TV, Buddy Murphy's not here. It's true. And it's he,
1: he, he, it was complete. Like, that's what we're saying. It's like that pipe bomb feeling. Yeah. You know, that whole pipe bomb promo that went down. Yeah. It, that's exactly how it feels, right? Yeah. And I think that's what uh, WWE is trying to get to now. Is they're realizing this reality thing is what's going to work. Yeah. They're like, you know, what's actually fake, what's actually real, right? And that's what kind of was the thing that happened back in the day. Is this real or is this fake? Yeah. And I think they're trying to bring that back.
0: And I get that. And I really enjoyed that ending with Roman and mm-hmm. KO beating up Shane. Um. And it did, yeah, it gave me vibes. I, almost, I was joking around on the Jerks podcast. I'm like, the best thing that they could have done was like, I don't want Owens to be too stone coldish. Don't get me wrong. He does a stunner. It doesn't mean he has to be like stone cold. Yeah, but they're slamming beers, right? Yeah, no, <laughs> not slamming beers. Not slamming <laughs> beers. I don't like the best thing KO could have done was like, you know, like when Austin used to tease that he's was about to stunner someone? Yeah. And then they turn around and then he'd be like, you know what I mean? <laughs> like he'd back <laughs> off and like, yo, it wouldn't have been money if KO like, teased that he was going to stunner Roman too. And then Roman turned around he's like, nah, no, no. yeah, like, yeah, 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 yeah. You're good for today. You're good for today. You know what I mean? Because it's like, I think he might do it eventually. Because no, because then it gives you that whole idea of like the edge. Oh wait, KO's still a jackass. <laughs> like, <laughs> <laughs> this is true. Like this guy's still an asshole. But
1: I really did wish that they did have KO on the reunion with Stone Cold. That yeah, would have made missed opportunity. Complete butt- but anything. that's the
0: thing now. So Roman feuding with Shane McMahon. They had this whole thing with KO and Shane. Uh, KO and Roman beat up Shane and stuff. And I'm sure we're gonna get some tag matches of KO and, and Roman Reigns teaming up against yeah. Elias and whatever. Where does Roman go for SummerSlam? Are we getting a Drew McIntyre-Roman rematch? Are I think, we well,
1: with the way it's going, I think that's really... They they don't have anything either. Like, so what is Roman going to do? It's pretty much what it's going to be. I see Drew McIntyre versus Roman.
0: The craziest thing they could do, if, if, if Owens gets over as a super babyface for SmackDown mm-hmm. on that brand, and they can this wild card rule with... After watching this SmackDown, I definitely think they can and still have a great show. Yeah. I think both shows can be great now with Heyman and Bischoff there. They can can this wildcard thing and I hope yeah. they do soon. But... um. If if Owens becomes a super babyface, like, wouldn't the coolest... Because, you know, you have Kofi as a super babyface, and you have all these guys on SmackDown that are SmackDown guys. Yeah. But imagine Owens gets so super babyface that Roman turns and becomes Owens' main competitor.
1: That would be, like, the ideal, like, booking story that will
0: never happen. You know? So I thought about <laughs> it. I thought about it. So imagine. Imagine. The this. ideal booking story that will never happen. No, fantasy booking time with the wrestling classic. <laughs> Let me tell you, Okay. Imagine just take this in consideration. You have Roman Reigns, he's super baby face, Owen Super Baby Face. We get to this point where it's like a triple threat or something with Kofi Owen. Somehow the title gets involved in there or something, right? And we get like some sort of triple threat with like Roman versus Kofi versus Owens versus like Orton, like a Fatal 4 Yeah. I don't know, something happens. I see that happening actually for sure though. Something like that happened with the four top guys and that thing I have to go out Fatal 4 and Co- all everything's against Kofi. The wild card Shane McMahon. He could either be the special ref or he could just be someone that's like trying to like you know, I'm going to make sure Owens and Roman don't win this match. Yeah. Like, he could be that guy, you know. Um, but it all ends with Shane helping Roman. And then Roman and Shane becoming together. And, you know, like, the old school storyline of, wait, you hated this guy. Now you're with him.
1: I think that would definitely be – well, everybody wants to see Roman heal. That's been yeah, a good – what's Roman's
0: th- excuse? Roman's thing is, you guys like Kevin Owens better than me. Ah, da, da, da. Like, you know what yeah. I mean? Like, after, you know, like – you, like, you know, you guys are going to be happy. <coughs> is, uh,
1: anybody at WWE listening to this right now? Uh, we need you this know? to be happening. Uh, but the <laughs> only
0: issue is this, is yeah. Roman Reigns this era's is John Cena where they're just never going to turn him because he sells merchandise and the kids love him.
1: I don't know. I think they need to do it because I, I see him being more like a rock. Yeah. You know what I mean? The rock turned. You know what I mean? Him
0: being healed will make him cool. Everyone yeah. turning I think about 90% of the best baby faces were because they were healed and they mm-hmm. became so cool that they had to be a baby face. Mm-hmm. Seth Rollins was such a good heel that people were happy when he turned babyface. Exactly. Randy Orton, every time he turns heel, he's so good. The, the fans English. turn him into a babyface.
1: Yeah, because they love it. It's the same thing with KO, it's the same thing with Becky Lynch. Becky Lynch, they tried to make her into She a heel. was initially supposed
0: to be a heel. Yeah. Everyone was initially supposed to be a heel. <laughs> heel. But there's just so <laughs> be heels become the fans get behind him. Yeah. They think that time has passed. No fans still get behind the bad guys
1: yeah they love the bad they love the bad guy and also at this point too what they're going to realize is that all those fans from the john cena era are all grown up yeah and they are they like more kids that's of course there's more kids coming and stuff like that but but i just i
0: think that's think about that roman reigns goals with shade mcmahon what
1: yeah i think that would be just to get
0: what he wants i think
1: that'd be the most brilliant thing ever you know,
0: because he's like, you know. The, like, I, you know,
1: the, the I 100%. Again. That's definitely would be the most ideal thing happening. I was like, I was saying the same thing with Drew McIntyre. And it goes I'd to, love to see Drew McIntyre turn face. I know how crazy that yeah. sounds, but imagine the matches. Drew McIntyre, Bobby Lashley. Drew McIntyre, Braun Strowman. Drew McIntyre,
0: uh Baron Corbin. Jeez, this Braun Strowman's strong. a whole topic in himself. Oh, but, like,
1: yeah. I don't even know what the hell we're going to do with him right now.
0: Let's wrap up SmackDown. Though. Let's quickly let's talk about one last thing that's going on in SmackDown. Um, someone else has no idea what they're doing at SummerSlam, Summer. and that's Charlotte Flair. <laughs> we have Ember Moon versus um, Bailey. I boring. Anyone that knows me knows I'm not the biggest Bailey fan in the world. Boring. I thought she was great on NXT. Her whole main roster run. Boring. For me, for me. I think boring. she's great for the kids. I think I said it four times. I'm boring. I think she's <laughs> great for the kids and everything. I just, I just, I think she's a good wrestler. I just, I'm not invested in her at all. Anything she does, I'm just not invested. in. she needs a heel turn. I blame Bailey. For the fall of Sasha Banks. Yeah. Because the moment Bailey came to the main roster, Sasha became Bailey's friend, and that's all Sasha was until they won the tag titles, and now she's gone. We were waiting for that turn. We were
1: waiting for and that they crazy turn. It three
0: times, and they always put them back together. Yeah, the Elimination Chamber is where it should have happened. Elimination Chamber, the summer where they started beefing. Yeah. Then I'm like, okay, they probably can that because they bring the titles in. Then they put the tag titles on. Honestly, if they were still tag champions, I'd be okay with it. Yeah. But they dropped them so fast. Sasha kicked it. Bailey's champion. Where are the I tag I would have rather if it been vice versa. Iconics? I would have rather had Bailey kick it and Sasha be the champion. It would have been much better. It I I would have been better for business. And that's me being biased because Sasha Banks is my favorite female wrestler mm-hmm. of all time. Um, but I'm just not a big Bailey fan, man. I'm not invested in that at all. I actually want Ember to take the belt off her just because I don't care about Bailey. Does Charlotte get added to the match though, or does Charlotte do something else?
1: I think she will have something to do with the match. Who maybe she'll be the special guest referee,
0: or maybe she'll face someone like Trish Stratus to pop Toronto.
1: I know they're saying that right now. That would be good. I guess that would be best for business. And it doesn't have
0: to be just Trish. She could face a returning Sasha. There's something Charlotte Flair to me when it comes to the women's division is the measuring stick. She I know is she's one she yeah. is the
1: women's division. <laughs> yeah, like she's no she's the measuring stick.
0: Like <laughs> I know she's only been there for so long, but she's achieved and accomplished so much. she's won every belt, the Raw Women's Title, the SmackDown Women's Title, the NXT Women's Title. She's you know, main event to WrestleMania. She's done anything anyone could potentially do on that roster besides beat someone like Trish <laughs> or she can elevate anybody else that really needs it.
1: I think uh, honestly, at Beating's, this point, I beating, think Charlotte needs a yeah. tag team partner. I don't know. And just, to, and just to rock the tag team titles and bring some prestige to the titles because right now we got this whole Iconics thing happening. Well, the I I think the are probably going to drop lose. it to Kyrie Sane and, yeah, and I Yeah, and I think about if Charlotte found a partner, maybe like Trish Stratus or yeah. somebody, and imagine As- uh, Asuka and uh Kai Kai Sane? Yeah, that would be... Uh,
0: I'm just going to say the last thing about Charlotte is that Beating Charlotte means something, so anyone that can have a feud with her going to some of them. Yeah, definitely. That's a that's storyline right there. Anybody should just step in, and be like, "Oh, I want to face you. something." Mm-hmm. Why? Because you're Charlotte Flair, and beating you matters. I just think uh, the Trish Stratus and Char-
1: Charlotte Flair match just wouldn't look like great. But as, even if it was a wasn't a match, trish. but I think uh, on paper it yeah. sounds. But good. anybody else,
0: like anybody stepped up to Charlotte, Charlotte's at that point, is that she's the measuring stick, she's yeah. the bar. Anybody that's ever succeeded anything had like, Bayley had to beat Charlotte, Alexa had to beat Charlotte, Ronda to beat Charlotte. It, it, like it validates you.
1: I would have liked the Lacey and Charlotte thing because they're both like the same. If Lacey like, beat say, Charlotte, it right? makes
0: Lacey seem like more of a bigger star.
1: Yeah, and nothing
0: would happen to Charlotte.
1: Nothing. Charlotte That's the thing. She's yeah. already yeah. somehow. She's, she's already established. In that spot. She's yeah. established.
0: Um, you brought up a good point though. Quickly before we got off SmackDown, Iconics with Asuka and Kyrie Sane. Yeah, I love the Iconics. They're hilarious. They're yeah. great. The worst tag champs. <laughs> 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 they're hilarious. Yeah, and they're funny tag yeah, champs. Yeah, I didn't expect them to have the belt so as long as they have. Yeah, Kyrie Sane and Oscar definitely taking them off. Them are going to take them off. Them I hope they do. But um, how much, like, and once again, this is me not being a Bayley fan. How much better would it cause I, be, because I do think Bailey's a great wrestler, if it was Oscar and Kyrie Sane facing Sasha and Bayley? Much better. Because that's just money. Like, much on better. paper so and in the ring. That would that's, have
1: that, money. That That's WrestleMania worthy,
0: right there. Know, SummerSlam worthy for sure. But yeah, instead, so we're probably going to get the iconics versus those two. And it just, I love the iconics. Is man. that, that, that going to happen at SummerSlam? Is that what they're saying? I'd probably kick kickoff or on the yeah. show. All I know is that. Iconics are great, I love them. They're hilarious. Yeah. It just they they it's, it's not appealing. Yeah. I but anything else about SmackDown? No. I'd say Kevin Owens and, and I think Roman they was I think the they
1: highlight. yeah, I, I think they I think SmackDown definitely set up uh SummerSlam great. Yeah. For what is gonna happen. better uh, than I, Raw did. Much better. I'm I love the I love the Ziggler Zigglemist thing. I love the we order might thing.
0: get Demon Baylor versus the Fiend. I like that uh, they showed a Firefly I, funhouse. Kind yeah. of go back to not just showing the fiend. Like, oh wait, he still does this plus it was over. as
1: funny actually um, when Balor came She's out me. and started talking about. Yeah. Um, Start talking about Bray Wyatt. I was just thinking right before the segment happened. Like, man, whatever happened to Firefly Funhouse? And it's it came on. It back. No. And it came on. I'm like, okay. They
0: need to show the split personality. That's yeah. what makes his character works because he is this person, then he's that person.
1: And it's like he talks in that personality yeah. that, and then he doesn't talk. In and we team. know
0: Finn wants to, is, is taking time off after SummerSlam.
1: I don't think they'll do the demon because they do the demon. It's like, like he, can't, he can't lose as the a demon. There's
0: two things. He, he can't lose as a demon. He's never lost as a demon. But maybe he can to the feet. Right? And then write him off and he goes away and then the demon comes back and has to get revenge.
1: Yeah, it could be like that.
0: Or, and also my other point is that they've had the demon every summer since Finn's been on the main roster.
1: It would make sense. You know what I mean? On on paper, if they don't do the demon, it's kind of like, it's kind of bland. But yeah, definitely if he were to lose the demon. Yeah. But they're trying to keep that whole thing as him being the demon. Like, that's like, as unstoppable force. Yeah. But I guess The Fiend, for sure, that's that's Bray Wyatt's other personality. Yeah. So maybe Bray Wyatt's other personality is one, yeah. They need to
0: start putting Bray Wyatt over on big matches because yeah. when his old his old ways of doing this as it's a not yet? yeah it's not gonna work like he that he never accomplishes goals he won the WWE championship once we he never He like, well now that, well, we, we'll a different we, know, we already know at this point yeah. now that
1: Bray and, Bray and Finn are going at it Bray's gonna win we already know that's what he given. that's what he given. we already yeah. know that but where does Bray go from there
0: you're saying he beats Finn as normal Finn and Finn comes back as a demon to get revenge
1: that's what I think would happen right Yeah, like on a, on a WWE like how they would think at the end of the day as trying to keep the demon as the you know what I mean but at the same time, it would be cool to have him lose the demon and come and redeem himself yeah. as a demon. Like, hey, look, maybe what if maybe Bray comes back as his, no- as his normal persona <laughs> and he becomes a demon. And uh, it's like no, I don't know. I, I know where you're
0: coming from. But I'm going to say this. There's two things I'll always question. One, I understand logically it would make no sense because they wanted Brock to go over. Yeah. But if I was Finn Balor and I was going to face Brock for the championship, I would have came out as the demon. The demon. Yeah. But uh-huh. I get it. I get it. Brock was gonna beat him, so let's not ruin the demon. But just still, like, come on, man. That just made as a fan we're like, oh man. Like it was yeah, it and, was And the second thing, before Bray's career ends, or before The Undertaker's career ends, Bray needs to beat the Undertaker. Yes. The fiend is definitely needs, gonna be the- if he needs to be the new face affair, he needs to beat The Undertaker. The fact that Undertaker beat him every time still pisses me off. And I'm the biggest he's my second favorite wrestler of all time, The Undertaker. Yeah. He's one of the first people that caught my attention when I first started wrestling. I'll always be a loyal Undertaker fan. But there is a whole generation of children that is seeing old Undertaker and not disregarding him, he's still the man let them have their own scary guy let that be Bray Wyatt. yeah they, and for them to have believe in Bray Wyatt, they need to beat the takers old, not scary no more they need to beat the old scary guy <laughs> yeah. yeah takers <laughs>
1: not takers not scary no more the old taker was well, scary. No, to us
0: if you're still scared of the undertaker man i got questions for you but there was like there <laughs> yeah. was
1: times like i remember when he said like those like the graveyard segments yeah. and stuff that as a kid like you said i used to actually get scared at some of that oh, stuff no, for sure. I mean? growing up that's why
0: mankind's scary yeah saying 100 it was yeah. We, we need Bray to be the new Scaregger, but he needs to beat Undertaker. Yeah. He has Before to. Before Undertaker would to. If happen. that's Undertaker's last match, God bless.
1: It, that would be the best way to take him out. Yeah. Maybe that's what this is going to set up because at this point, after Finn's gone, what are they going to do with Bray? Wyatt? And
0: imagine Bray's like, I had to change everything because I need to beat you. Yeah. And this is what I've become because my obsession to beat you.
1: Maybe, yeah, that's what it
0: is. And right? that's just this long term story that goes all the way back to WrestleMania 31. And he's like, I just need to beat The Undertaker.
1: Right. I just, I, I just—the one thing I find now with the fiend character though is that they're gonna keep it going, and then when he does lose, yeah, it's gonna die.
0: I hope not. And Bray, and Bray beating the Undertaker, like at this point, it's just you know, he he's, he got they got to and put he's a, uh, and he's a younger guy. We've seen Undertaker face off against older guys, yeah. like whether it's DX uh, and like you know the brothers' destruction all that stuff, but yeah. against someone like. The Undertaker and mm-hmm. Bray's younger and can work. It'll be great. But let's move on. Let's move yeah. on. Let's talk about AEW. Before we talk about AEW, quick shout out to Cordella Weight Belts. They've been making weight belts for the last 30 years for all athletes and professional wrestlers out there. If you're a uh, heavy, heavy bodybuilder, you you know, you do squats and all that stuff and you need to protect your back, check out Cordella Weight Belts. Um, and for you wrestling fans, if you remember Hulk Hogan wearing those weight belts in WCW when he was in the NWO when we came back to WWF in 2002 and he used to whip people in the back with his weight belts and the Macho Man wearing those Madness belts when he was a part of the NWO. Those are all Cardillo weight belts. He's been making weight belts for Hulk Hogan, Arnold Schwarzenegger, Macho Man, Stone Cold, The Rock. Till this day, if you see The Rock's social media post where he's wearing a weight belt, that's a Cardillo weight belt. So um, if you're one of those guys, you're into bodybuilding, you need a weight belt, there's nobody better in the business than Cardillo. Steve Cardillo is a man. He's uh, helped me out a ton with this wrestling classic as I've been trying to grow and build it. So give him a look and check out Cardillo Weight Belts, man. Based out of Boston. You can go to the store if you're out there, too. So, yeah. Shout out to Cardillo. AEW. All Elite Wrestling. B. Elite. B. I'm joking. I'm not that kind of mark. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm a wrestling fan, but I'm not that. I, I do love the show, though. I do, I do watch Being the Elite. Mm-hmm. I, I'm excited for All Elite Wrestling. I'm excited for... A uh, uh, substitute to the WWE, an alternative. That's the word. Yeah, using, not a substitute. It's an alternative. Yeah. Um, I've watched all the events up to now. I was at All In live, and I know that wasn't technically an AEW event, but that's what launched it. It was pretty much all. It was pretty much yeah. AEW. That's pretty much what launched it. A lot of the guys that were booked on All In are AEW uh on the AEW roster now. Yeah. Um, my boy MJF is there. Yeah. We go. Way Isn't back. that crazy? <laughs> yeah, dude, I remember that guy first started training. Um, I'm not trying to kill KFB here; he's a dick, but uh, <laughs> uh, I'm very happy to see where he is now, man. Shout out to MJF. If, if you guys don't know who MJF is, check out MJF. Check out his interview with Chris Van Vliet. It's great.
1: Just yeah get, I have big props man. to him man. he's probably he's like the most entertaining guy right now on there yeah definitely even on
0: being the elite like his segments I laugh every time
1: yeah he he is the most entertaining he brisk. lives
0: breathes and dies MJF that's just yeah. who he is now even when I see him in person <laughs> now like he literally is he is MJF when I see him in person now and I know why because he is MJF <laughs> like the separation between who he is on TV and who he is in real life isn't far apart guys
1: AEW though yeah um, I like uh, I like the alternative I like the wrestling. Um, it's different. It How's different feel? Yeah, it, it has a definitely has a different feel to if you, it. If
0: you watch Fighter Fest like that, I mean, Fight for the Fall Fallen that outside arena that they did. It it's, could, it's
1: it's it's kind of like um, WCW meets uh, NXT. Yeah, if that makes sense.
0: And it's just it's just different, man. Does and it make sense to you? No, the it, way does, it does. It does. NXT is different than the main roster, yeah. and it's got WCW vibes. It's got that turn. It's on TNT. Yeah, starting <laughs> October. <laughs> Was October second? What yeah, October second. Yeah. October second, 2019. NXT, uh, on, AEW, Wednesdays, on Wednesdays. On Wednesdays. On Wednesdays. So it's not. It's not going to go head to head with the Raw. It's not going to go head to head with SmackDown, which is moving to Fridays. But NXT. Yeah, there's been words. Vince says he might. You know, they might have NXT be a show on works, Fox yeah. on Wednesdays. Yeah, that was was, gonna that's gonna it.
1: that's gonna definitely be a war. It's going the ones the in
0: it wars. They had an evolve show on the network the same day as Fight for the Fallen. Tournament. Yeah, the, they, 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 that wasn't that wasn't that wasn't a shot. Them <laughs> As a threat, but they don't see him as a major threat. They just see him as a, the way Vince said it in the interview earlier is that they are potential competitors.
1: Yeah, they got money. Yeah, they got it's not that they don't have the funding. They're doing it. Um, I remember watching uh a Double or Nothing. Yeah. Um, I thought it was a great, great wrestling. Yeah. Uh, the production was a little bit sloppy. Yeah. Um, I'm
0: not a fan of one of their commentators, Mark. The Mark guy, Jim Ross is doing great. Excalibur is great. Yeah, there's a third guy, Mark Alvarez or something. I just I don't know his name. I'm not a huge fan of him. He sounds like he's like scared to be on there.
1: Yeah, It's a little bit nervous. Like on he's there, timid yeah. to
0: like. He doesn't even have confidence in what he's saying half yeah. the time. It's kind of uh, not JR, a shot of him. He yeah, might be a yeah, great dude. Yeah. I'm just saying his commentary is not the best. Yeah.
1: Jr. Saves it regardless, though. Right? You got yeah. you get the Jr. Voice and behind wrestling. It's always nice to yeah. hear his voice.
0: The in-ring stuff's been great. Um, my biggest flaw with it, because I'm not going to be that guy that's sitting there and being like, AEW is great. It is going to be great. It is a great so, Yeah. Uh, and for, for people that have just been watching the events, but not been watching the stuff they've been putting out on YouTube, if you haven't been watching Road to Double or Nothing, Road to Fight for the Fallen, Road Then to you really Northen, won't, know you won't know what's going on. You yeah. won't know what's going on. Because that's what they've been telling their stories, is on being the elite on those on those shows. Um, but to say that, like, there's still a lot of stuff that happens on these shows. I'm like, why is it happening? Mm-hmm. And why do I care about this? Great match. Why do I care? Yeah. The, but. I also have made it a point that we can't make a final judgment on AEW until, until the weekly actual
1: show. Starts, yeah. That's what I'm thinking too. Like like I said, it's great wrestling, it's yeah. great to watch, it's entertaining, watching a bunch of guys. And flip. it's different. You know, I like the Lucha Brothers. You know what's different? You know, I like watching that. Dude,
0: that John Moxie coming in was a great moment. Oh, the that was see great. that
1: see that that surprise factor of it? Because right yeah. now AEW has an ability to do the surprise factor right yeah. now because there's it's you new. know there's a as new as fresh, and there's a lot of people on edge of what's going on. And they got money to, the, and they yeah. got money to pay. Are they good
0: at keeping secrets? So yeah. No. John the Moxie them, John Moxie threw us right yeah. off. The difference between the WWE and I think AEW is the AEW knows how to work with social media. Yeah. They know how to work with the dirt sheets. They know how to work with everybody to their advantage. Everyone, most people that work on dirt sheets are like our WWE or I mean not WWE wrestling analysts and stuff. Want. Yeah. To, and us fans, most of us fans, most of us fans want to see AEW do good. Not because we hate WWE, it's because we love the WWE, but we also want this. To do good because we all have that alternative.
1: Yeah, exactly. We you know we. Did, like, I want
0: to support both. I'll always be a WWE fan. Look, we have R- I, well, there's, there's, there's
1: ROH, there's N- there's New Japan, right? Yeah. But ROH is like it's got that you know NXT. Like a little bit lower. It's a step
0: above indie wrestling, but it's not.
1: it's still got the indie feeling to it.
0: You know what I mean? Yeah.
1: New Japan is just New Japan. New Japan's great. great.
0: Just it's a whole. It's not Western. It's a whole different country. That's what it is. (laughs) Right.
1: That's all it is. Right. It's fan. Same thing. It's fantastic. At this point, I find AEW to be just like New Japan right now because it's just I'm watching wrestling right now. Right. So um great matches great stuff to see i'm just waiting for the familiar weekly program. with the characters familiar right? with who they are just weekly it's, program it's you gonna know, make the biggest difference i think uh like i like the kind of the some some of the story thing for example the sean spears thing yeah you know what i mean i hated ty dillinger i could not yeah. stand i, I love that they
0: brought in i love that they're bringing guys like tolly blatcher they're bringing guys like tony Schiavone. they're using yeah. chris van vliet they're using people that People on social media and in and and our wrestling community, my wrestling community with the wrestling class that we know. And mm-hmm. we're like, hey, we get popped for these guys. Guys that the WWE might not give opportunities to because no. they don't fit that mold. And the WWE is so corporate. That's a big That's This is, exactly this is the it thing is. that AEW is different. WWE is so corporate and it's such a machine. They will never be able to beat the WWE. It's not competition no. that way. The only way that they're providing competition to the WWE is providing something different for WWE fans to watch. Yep. And. On and the stealing employed, talent. Yeah, on the <laughs> talent base. On that standpoint, there's a place where people that aren't happy in the WWE can actually go, go. work and make a comfortable living. Because you could leave the WWE, but you could take big indie bookings for a time being and be a big star. But yeah. that's not going to last forever.
1: You still want the TV. You want it's the TV. either you
0: leave WWE and go to Japan and make money, yeah. or you can't. Now you can leave WWE, stay in America or North America, and still make money. And yeah. you don't have to go work for Impact, which is nope. trying to still figure themselves out again. You don't need to go work for Ring of Honor, which... AEW's kind of got the day. funding. They got a- Tony like Khan's a, behind them right now. It they feels got like an actual company. Yeah. They have the money to pay guys. Because a lot of people love the WWE because it's a comfortable living. You yep. know you can have a paycheck. And a lot of these guys are beyond that point where it's like they love wrestling and they're passionate it's about It's just creative. a paycheck. They, they have, no, it's not even just a paycheck. They just have families and mortgages yeah. and kids to put through university. They need to get money. They need yeah, to have they gotta get a career. You can still have a Heath career and work for a different company. No, I don't know if that's true but you can still have your <laughs> I friends. got kids no but like say Bobby Roode for example yeah. Bobby Roode's a tremendous wrestler he was great in Impact he's great mm-hmm. in the WWE not being used the greatest but I don't think he minds so much because his priority is not being the top guy his priority yeah. is paying his kids tuition and making a good living in wrestling but I
1: imagine that Bobby Roode now went to AEW I think he and would He could still make a comfortable exactly. living pay for
0: all this stuff and could be and top and thrive leader. yeah that's what they go saying exactly. Sean That's Spears where the not. competition comes. Bobby was just an example, but that's where the competition like comes. Like
1: I said, Sean Spears, for example. Yeah. Right? I could not even look at Tyler Dillinger in, uh, in WWE, I was not a fan of him at all. Yeah. So now, but I, now I see this whole other edge of him where he goes and hits Cody with a chair and Cody's freaking. No, 100%. That's like, okay. And there's guys that
0: I wasn't even aware of that AEW me, Like, I've known Joey Janela forever. I've known MJF. I know who Jimmy Havoc was, but I didn't know who Jungle Boy was. Yeah. I didn't know who uh, Luchasaurus was. There's yeah. a lot of guys that I'm into now that I wasn't a, wasn't aware of before. And I'm like, these Lucha Luchasaurus was on NXT. I didn't even know that. I didn't know that either. Yeah. But anyways, we'll talk more about AEW hopefully the next time you come on in Intense. in Yeah. I'll be talking about it for sure next week with Devin when he's back. Happy birthday, Devin once again show up to our show it's the first episode and you're not even here but uh, <laughs> but um but I just you can wanna, photoshop uh devin's face over my maybe we'll face put him on right? the screen or something i yeah. don't know but you know i i would love to have you back on here again i think this is great yeah um, fantastic thanks off for having the air man. before this we learned that we could talk about a lot of other things too so <laughs> maybe we'll just have some other side shows for the vibe here definitely live on the vibe but uh yeah man it's, this is great man uh Wrestling's at a great point, man. It's a great time to be a wrestling fan. It is, And definitely. it's not just WWE and AEW. We talked about Ring of Honor and New Japan. So Impact, much. All this wrestling that's going on everywhere. Like, it's a great time to be a wrestling fan. Bischoff and Heyman are back. Like, it's, it's, it's weird, man. For,
1: for, for guys who grew up in that era, you know what I mean? like, any, um, like
0: It's yeah. We're at a point now that like anything is possible.
1: You know the kid. We're it's that same thing. Like I said, the, my favorite era was the Ultimate Warrior, Macho Man, Hulk Hogan era. Yeah. And Macho we Man's my up, favorite. And we grew up. And Bischoff came around. WCW NWO came around. Hogan became yeah. a heel. I feel like now that Bischoff and Heyman are back. And in Like business, even AEW, they brought Bret Hart uh, out there to yeah. introduce
0: their title. Like this like, like everybody can go anywhere. They we have literally a, just saw Raw Van Dam, who was just on Impact, show up on Raw. You
1: right? When it comes to the legends, I don't think they it's, care. It's crazy. It's weird. Um, who, who else was... uh I even, if, even, I wonder even if Brett um,
0: didn't get invited to the Raw reunion because They did. Of he, he denied it. Oh, he denied, he denied it. it yeah. Oh, fair game.
1: Um, but it was a funny thing. Remember when uh, DX went up during the Raw reunion? Because Brett's a man. I love Brett. And they dropped a joke while Billy? Yeah. <laughs> like,
0: like you <laughs> you know it's know weird. Like, <laughs> yeah. This is a weird crossover right now. Well, it's like It's, it's weird. It's, Wait, a weird Na- Nash, it's a weird time. Nash just <laughs> looks at Road Dogg. He's a like... It's a weird time in wrestling, but it's a great time to be a wrestling fan. Um, one last quick shout out before we sign off. Shout out to Chalkline Official. As you can see, my custom made wrestling classic jacket. I got another one coming in the mail, man. They always hook it up. They always keep me fresh and clean in wrestling merch. I've known them since they started doing wrestling jackets. I got the license to do WWE product. And I remember when I got like the first few jackets and I was excited about it. Now I can't go to a wrestling show without seeing Chalkline jackets all over the place. Right? uh unfortunately i don't have a promo code for you guys yet maybe they'll give me one maybe they'll see this and give me one but uh check out chocolate official man they're dropping so much heat for the summer man they got a summer jacket heart foundation tracksuit a cane jacket or carmella jacket, and dude we all know mella's money Heart so foundation tra- uh, tracksuit yeah heart foundation tracksuit dude pants sweat pants oh dude it's fire dude all right they got oh and for all my canadian listeners out there they're dropping a heart foundation hockey jersey damn and uh, dude Chalkline, if you listen to this, I love you guys, and that's why I saved this shout-out for last. Yeah, this
1: is this is this is Anil uh, signing off. This is back intense. Hi, Chalkline. Uh,
0: <laughs> <laughs> yes, yeah, they have <laughs> made jackets for Wu Tang and other <laughs> musical artists, <laughs> but um, shout out to Chalkline official. Love you guys, um, and you know, thanks for giving me the Prince of Madness Wrestling Classic jacket. I've repped this all over the place. I got a new Wrestling Classic jacket that's on the way. That's you guys will probably see next week on this show. Um, appreciate everyone that tuned into this first episode. We're still trying to figure it out. This is number one. Um, hopefully they get better if you didn't enjoy this but maybe they'll get worse who knows Uh, they'll get better other (laughs) Other than that check out dj intense where can
1: they find you you check me on instagram at this is intense uh, this iz intense twitter facebook all the same thing youtube intense it's all on
0: there you can find me on uh instagram as the wrestling classic if you aren't following already Please follow uh, on, t- uh, on Twitter you can find me at TWC Worldwide I don't tweet that much but every once in a while during Ron Smackdown I'll jump on and start tweeting I don't I just it's very once in a blue moon situation um, and also the wrestlingclassic.com you can always go up there read some stuff we got Paul Elliott doing the reviews for Ron Smackdown myself doing the, re- the reviews for pay-per-views and predictions and also twcshop.com if you want some TWC swag but other than that This is it for this week. I hope you guys all come back next week and tune in to the TWC report. The name might change, but the game stays the same. Uh Uh-huh. Ooh, yeah, dig it. We out.